You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday at 5 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. the Queen's University Gazette identified uh, last week in their article Sharing Warmth Through Winter on uh, February 6th, an article by Andrew Carroll, the Gazette editor. Staying warm these cold winter days isn't easy. It's even more difficult if you can't afford a proper winter coat, gloves, or a scarf and hat. This is a reality for some students at Queen's University and is the reason that the Queen's Winter Coat Exchange was created three years ago by Heather Poachman, a former master's student and peer advisor with the International Programs Office at Queen's University. Ms. Poachman has graduated and moved on from Queen's, but that project uh, lives on. Operated out of the Room of Requirement which provides school supplies, clothing, and household items for students in need. The Queen's Winter Coat Exchange is now headed up by Ms. Laura Lee, Deputy of Environmental Affairs under the Alma Mater Society's Social Issues Commission. The need for warm winter clothing remains, Ms. Lee has said in the Gazette, and with the uh, extreme cold lately, many coats have been picked up by students, and there are uh, fewer available at the moment. Uh, She has told the Gazette that there's been a pretty large interest in the Queen's winter coat exchange from students, especially with the continuing cold weather. And to meet the demand, they've been reaching out to uh, and visiting various shops around Kingston to raise awareness about the Queen's winter coat exchange and to let them know how they can donate. And she has received donations from a number of local businesses, but says she'd like to see a greater supply of winter clothing. And for Queen's community members looking to help out, donating is actually pretty easy too. Uh, Any winter clothing in good condition can be dropped off at the room of requirement. That is located in room 238 at the John Deutsch University Center, otherwise known as the J-Duck, from Monday to Sunday, 8 a.m. to midnight, or at the uh, Social Issues Commission office within the AMS office in the lower Cayley of the J-Duck, Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. Students looking to use the code exchange can visit the room of requirement during the same hours and uh, no appointment is necessary. We uh, now uh, are going to have a conversation with Ms. Laura Lee all about this wonderful program, the Queen's Winter Coat Exchange. Learn more about it, uh, learn more about how to access the services and learn how to donate to the service as well. So uh, here we are with our conversation with Laura Lee. I am in studio today with 
is Laura Lee, who is the Deputy of Environmental Affairs under the AMS's Social Issues Commission. Welcome to the studio today. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to have you in with us. Thank you so much for your time, a busy time of year, I think, for <laughs> you too. Uh, so we read with uh, um, great interest in the Gazette just recently uh, about the uh, Queen's Winter Coat Exchange. So Laura's here to uh, talk about that as well as the amazing work that she's doing uh, as the Deputy of Environmental Affairs. But before getting into all of that, Laura, can you tell us about yourself, uh, maybe your program of study at Queen's and cut the many things that you like to do at Queen's? For sure. Um, I'm in second year of chemical engineering at Queen's in the bioengineering stream. And in the future, I hope to maybe help chemical processes become more sustainable and more environmentally friendly. Mm -hmm. And it's really fun so far. I really like the opportunity to be involved with the AMS because it's outside of the engineering society and it's something different. So I think it's really fun. But you also get to, because you are looking at sustainability as a potential career path in terms of chemical engineering, uh, are, you're learning a few things about environmental sustainability yes, in the meantime. For sure. Oh, that's wonderful. What a great, that's. Very well done. Great planning. <laughs> so you are the Deputy of Environmental Affairs under the EMS, or for uh, listeners outside of Queen's, Alma Mater Society's Social Issues Commission. Uh, what is that commission, the Social Issues Commission? So the Social Issues Commission helps promote social justice and also human rights issues. So some of the services under the Social Issues Commission are the Food Bank and also the Peer Support Center. Mm -hmm. There's also a non-oppressive a publication called Collective Reflections, which is held under the Social Issues Commission, and there's also a variety of different committees, such as MHAC, which is the Mental Health Awareness Committee, the Students Against po Poverty, Accessibility Queens, Committee Against Racial and Ethnic Discrimination, Education on Queer Issues Project, and also Students for Sustainability. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's quite a lot going on. Wow, that's great. So uh, what, tell us about your role um, and the role, what does your role entail as Deputy of Environmental Affairs? For sure, so the two main services under my portfolio are the Room of Requirement and Queen's Winter Code Exchange. And then in addition to that, I am also able to take on my own self-directed project. So this year I'm gonna be working on implementing a little free library, if you know what that yeah. is. It's you take a book and then you leave a book behind. So it's a great way to reuse materials. I'm also working on creating an environmental newsletter with all the different environmental leaders on campus so that it makes a lot of their events more accessible to students in a newsletter that the AMS will send out. And I'm also working right now with um, students for conservation biology and helping them edit proposals for implementing a plastic-free campus. <laughs> Goodness me. So uh, I assume you are working as the deputy. Uh, do you have a committee of people that you're working with? I actually don't have any volunteers under me for this year, but I did submit a proposal with my commissioner to the executive members to ask them if they could consider having volunteers for next year to make the work more, um, to be able to have it be easier to delegate tasks and to accomplish more during the year. Mm -hmm. And provide more volunteer opportunities yeah. for students to get for involved. Sure. That's yeah, that'd be a group. I hope that works out for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so tell us about the uh, Queen's Winter Code Exchange and how it got started. This is something that was uh, discussed in the Gazette last week where you were yes. featured on the front page. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
So it was actually founded in 2016, so it's its fourth year of running, and it was created by a former student named Heather Coachman, and she came up with the idea when she was working at the International Programs Office, and she was having some conversations with students about the difficulty of adjusting to the winters here in Canada, mm-hmm. and so she kind of um, developed the idea as a way to alleviate some of the extra costs of living in Canada, mm-hmm. and also as a sustainable way to support the entire c- Queen's community. Okay. And so for this year, it's actually the first year that a n- new leader has been coming in to run it. And so I'm really excited for how it's going to grow in the future after this as well. Okay. So um, just getting back to a, a point that you said the per- the founder of the program was working for the International Affairs? International Programs Office at the time. Okay. So uh, this is motivated uh, or was motivated because um, international students... Yes, We're originally. having trouble finding things to adjust to the winter. Yes. Is, is that what I'm understanding? Okay, so that makes sense. People come from places where it doesn't snow quite like it's, <laughs> it does here. Yeah. Okay, that t- makes sense for sure. Um, so th- I understand too, currently the winter coat exchange is uh, underway right now in the room of requirement. Yes. What is the room of requirement? <laughs> or for? Is it room of or room for? Room of requirement. Okay, room of requirement. Yeah, so the room of requirement is a service that runs on a take an item, leave an item basis. So it basically has a whole bunch of different types of cool items like office supplies, some household items, some clothing items, and a variety of other items as well and so students could come and take like any item they like and then we ask that they just leave behind one so that the supply is still full Mm -hmm. and so it's also a great way to reuse items and kind of divert waste from landfills because you're able to use the items again. Okay and uh, so I understand there has been a is it a recent shortage perhaps of coats and winter clothing is this a problem each year or is there something particular about this year? I think at the beginning of each year it's usually hard to get a lot of donations um, just because a lot of stores need to make a profit so it's difficult for them to donate large quantities of items Mm -hmm. Um, but after I found like when you go visit stores in person instead of sending them emails it actually um, more you get a better response so that's what I've been trying more of this year Mm -hmm. and also with more social media presence online which has helped okay fantastic (laughs) and uh, um, so you're getting donations for quotes from local businesses yeah do individual donors donate things too, like coats yeah, so I've gotten a lot of external donations from outside of Queen's campus, um, such as like Roots and Value Village and Cash for Clothes and a lot of other ones. Mm-hmm. But I've also received some emails from professors and also students who are interested in donating items as well. So. Okay, so you do accept individual donations of articles of clothing that are obviously in good repair. Yes, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, Indeed, indeed. Um, So that's great to know. So individuals can uh, make winter clothing donations. How might they do so? So they could either bring the items directly to the Room of Requirement, which is located in the John Dutch University Center in Room 238. And the open hours are Monday to Sunday from 8 a.m. to midnight, and so they could just bring them up to the room, and Queen's Winter Coat Exchange actually runs in the back of the room, so there are some coat hangers and also shelves for them to drop off their donations, mm-hmm. or they could bring the items to the Social Issues Commission office, which is also located in the John Touch University Center, and it's in the AMS offices, which is um, on the lower level, which is 
like the same level as the the printing and copy center. Okay. Um, and the hours for that are Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. All right. And now, importantly, too, um, who can access donated goods at the Room of Requirement? So any students can access it, but it's also open to staff and faculty members if they would like. Okay. And, uh, and of course, they can come in uh, to the Room of Requirement during those particular hours, yes. too. Uh, is there a website? There isn't a website, but we do have a Facebook page for Queen's Room of Requirement and Queen's Winter Coat Exchange, which is just at Queen's Room of Requirement and at Queen's Winter Coat Exchange. Okay. You can find us on Facebook and also find some of the recently donated items if you're interested in seeing the selection before you come. All right. And uh, are there ways um, that students can get involved and volunteer with the Room of Requirement? So for next year, hopefully we'll be able to have volunteer positions so that they could apply for them. Mm -hmm. um, but as of right now, I'm not sure if that is going to be um, implemented next year, but I really hope it does. Okay. But you're still encouraging uh, folks to donate uh, things in good repair. Yeah. And um, now we were talking specifically about uh, the coats uh, in particular, given that seasonal and topical <laughs> right now given the massive snowstorm we've just had too. Um, what, what other things can people donate to the Room of Requirement? They could also donate winter hats, scarves, mittens, and also clean socks or new boots. Mm -hmm. We do say that um, used boots and used socks are not um, as easily to as easy to clean so we don't accept them unfortunately right um but other than that if it's in adult size and it's new um or used and washed then we do accept it okay so there sounds like there's some logistics back there too so you have to do a lot of cleaning of things yeah, how, do, sure. how does that all work um, so for this year, since I don't have any volunteers, I've been working with volunteers from the food bank, so mm -hmm. they've been kind of helping me come in and clean the room. I've also just recently ordered a donations bin, so I'm going to be trying to implement that so that new donations can be washed before they're actually put up in the room. Okay. And so I really hope that improves the... Uh, where, where did the donations get washed? I'm hoping to bring them to a laundromat in Kingston. Are you trucking all of these things yourself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where volunteers could really be helpful if you're For carrying sure. bags of laundry back and forth to the laundry mat. The, the coin one down on, on barrier, or sorry, uh, clergy. I was thinking, yeah. That <laughs> That's the closest one. Oh, my. Okay, so it sounds like, yes, uh, a need for volunteers because yeah. uh, laundry bags also get heavy. For sure. All right. Um, so anything else that you'd like to add about the program, uh, why people ought to donate, for example? Um, I just think it's a really great initiative not only to support the environment but also to support other students at Queens which is really good for fostering the community aspect and it also helps um, it's a good initiative that really touches on like the intersectionality at Queens which is like considering different income levels of students because it is a free service so it's good for considering that and also for considering this academic responsibilities of students and helping them be able to have that winter clothing so that they are able to learn well and so I think it's a really great opportunity to donate to and also use and I'm really excited for it to grow in the future. That is fantastic. So what do you love most about doing the work that you do? Uh, I just I really love 
the aspect of helping people and also being able to see the feedback that comes back from it when I'm sometimes fixing up things in the room and students can come in and like see and be like oh this is so great I really like the fact that it's helping students I can see the impact Mm -hmm. and uh, are there any new things that you've been learning too, like whole new skill sets that you didn't have before (laughs) and you've been learning on the fly kind of thing I think um Probably a lot of time management (laughs) because I have to organize like getting donations and bringing them to the room and cleaning the room and just making it presentable. Mm -hmm. And so um, kind of managing that as well as academic responsibilities has been um, a really big learning experience for me this year. Right. So how like how often are you actually doing the work for this commission or for as the deputy of um, environmental affairs? Versus, are you a full-time student, part-time student? Um, I think I'm still considered a full-time student. Okay, so four or five classes? Uh, yes. Oh, my word. <laughs> so you do have a, quite a lot on your plate right now. Um, so how long does your commission, or deputyship, rather, depu- deputation? <laughs> deputization? <laughs> I'm not sure what the word is off the top of my head. How long uh, is your term? It runs until the end of the winter term, so in April, I believe, Mm -hmm. and then it gets passed on to a new leader. Okay, and uh, so what happens for you after that? Are are you thinking of possibly volunteering or taking on another position within uh, maybe the uh, Social Issues Commission? For sure, yeah. I was thinking of looking at different positions in the Social Issues Commission because I really like the environment there, Um, but I was also thinking of maybe getting involved in the Engineering Society because they have a new position that's coming up, which is the Social Issues Commissioner. I mean, so sorry, social issues director, and one of the um, directors under them will be an environmental director, hopefully, that I've been hearing. Okay. So I hope to maybe apply for that role. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. You're wearing niche socks, so it <laughs> seems like a good fit all around. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Laura Lee, for coming in. Laura Lee, again, is the Deputy of Environmental Affairs under the Alma Mater Society's Social Issues Commission. We really do appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much, everyone out there in Radio Land, for tuning in to another great episode of Campus Beat. After a short break, uh, we're going to close our show today with some lovely music. Uh, we've got, uh, in in light of the weather, uh, Vortex from the David Ullman Group from their new album, Sometime Little Sky. And we'll follow that up with uh, Lucia Jackson and a lovely song called when you're smiling. Thanks again for tuning into Campus Beat, and we'll see you next time. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could borrow a musical instrument free of charge just like you can borrow books from your local library? We think so too. That's why the Joe Chitlin Memorial Musical Instrument Lending Library, also known as Joe's Mill, has been lending guitars, keyboards, saxophones, and many other instruments to the Kingston community free of charge for almost 20 years. We are a registered charity, relying solely on the generosity of our community to donate their time, money, and instruments to keep this amazing service alive. Find us at www.joesmill.org or Joe's Mill on Facebook for more information on borrowing instruments or contributing to Joe's Mill. You only get one chance to make a good first impression, and when you're applying for a job, that's critical. 
Well-Suited is a nonprofit organization that works with men in need, men who want to get back into the workforce. We provide them with suitable attire for that interview or that first day on the job. The clothes are donated to us and we provide them free of charge. What we need right now are volunteers, volunteers to help our clients select the clothing they're going to need. If you want to help, send us a note. Info at wellsuitedkingston.com. Hi, my name's Daniel Wolf. If you're like me, you sometimes find Mondays to be a bit of a drag. Why don't you try out some really neat music? I have a show on CFRC 101.9 FM entitled Dark Glasses. It's an eclectic mix of everything from jazz to folk to indie to musicals. You'll hear everything from Sonny Rollins and Dizzy Gillespie all the way to Gordon Lightfoot and Red Moon Road. So tune in Mondays at 2.30 to Dark Glasses on CFRC 101.9 FM.
When you're smiling, when you're smiling, the whole world smiles with you. When you're laughing, when you're laughing, the sun comes shining through. But when you're crying, you bring on the rain, so stop your sighing. Be happy again, keep on smiling.